Welcome to That Yoga Magic Podcast, where two yogis dive in to discuss all the controversies of the wellness industry. I'm Jen. And I'm Kim. And And we'll we'll be right back. Okay. Hello, Kim. Hi, Jen. Welcome to That Yoga Magic Magic Podcast. Yes. All right. Well, today we're going to talk about one of my favorite things. No. <laughs> Kratom. No. <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit about um, anxiety, anxiety and then um, kind of how I came to use Kratom. Kratom. So, what Kratom is. Yeah. How you came to use it, what it does for you and... What it might do for others, yeah. Yeah. So it is kind of a controversial topic. Okay. Um, It's legal in some states, illegal in some states. Okay. Um, This is so so interesting. I had no idea. I thought it was legal everywhere. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Okay. So tell, okay. So first, we'll back up a little bit. We'll back up and we'll begin talking about... We'll talk about um, anxiety first. Anxiety, yeah. which we all experience one time or another more often than not. Right. Yeah. So I have been dealing with it. Like my first, I was trying to think about this when we said we were going to talk about it. And like my first memories of dealing with it are like in middle school. Wow. Yeah. And I didn't even know what anxiety was or it's kind of a buzzword now, but we'll right. talk about that. Okay. But and that's, on. that's exactly it is back then there wasn't like a, a word for it really. I mean, there probably was, but at my age, I didn't know, you know, you were just kind of the, maybe you called it hyper, maybe you're just hyper or nervous or. Mm, I, I guess, I don't know. No one ever really called me nervous. I think you were just kind of like the weird kid, like, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Keep and, going. And, um, so yeah but I I in middle school is when I started feeling like I couldn't be around people that I didn't know that I couldn't speak in front of like a classroom you know I would get really nervous even just like you know even if I knew I was a pretty smart kid, but I would never raise my hand to answer a question or anything like that. Did you, Um, so can you describe how you did it? Did you feel a tightness in your chest before raising the hand? I I would not raise my hand. I would hide. I, yeah, I would get just really nervous. My stomach would get like all in knots. I would get sweaty. Could you do reports like oral reports? I mean, obviously I had to, but it was nightmarish. And I mean, I would, God, I would be sick to my stomach that whole day before I had to do something like that. And then I remember, and I think we talked about this a little bit in one of our previous podcasts about finding your voice, (laughs) because I really couldn't. I would talk very quietly. I would look down. My face would get, you know, I would get all red, my neck, my face. Okay. Um, and then, you know, through high school, I, I, I suffered with it as well. You know, I so, had a very small group of friends. So, but wait a second, let me go back to your, yeah. to you in the classroom. 
when the teacher called on you, mm -hmm. did all this stuff oh, arise? Yeah, and, it was okay. terrible. Okay. Yeah, and you know, as soon as as like it would go, it, like you know, they were done asking me, or I right. I answered, or I didn't answer, or whatever. I mean, it would be like this huge rush of like you know. Wow, <laughs> this is so new. I've never yeah, heard of this. Okay, it was awful. Um, and so, yeah, I, I had this throughout high school. It was terrifying to me to talk in front of people or do anything in front of anybody. I mean, I was just really, you know, I had a lot of social anxiety. And, but you had your, your group of friends. Yeah, I had school, a very right? small okay. group of friends. And once I get to know people, I'm like, it doesn't really affect me at all. Um, I, I guess I shouldn't say that totally. If I if I'm with a group of people that I know and we're going to do something that like I've never done before somewhere I've never gone to before, I'll have that kind of anxiety still okay. still to this day. Okay. But I'm able to, you know, usually it's a lot easier for me if I am with somebody that I know or I feel comfortable yeah. with to do things like that. Um, well, you know how to handle it now. You've had it all your life. So. <laughs> well, and then in my late 20s, um, it got really bad when my, uh, I, my brother, with his death, I, I just had anxiety to the point of where I couldn't actually leave my house. Gosh. I would like, even like going to the grocery store, like I would get all ready to go. <laughs> I'd get in the car, I'd be sitting in the driveway and I couldn't go. This is in your 20s? Yeah, my late <gasps> 20s. Yeah. And um, I mean, there was a point where one of my friends, she actually would like have to go to the grocery store for me. For, and this was in that time or wow. after my brother's death, I really couldn't control it it was like really out of hand but um anyway so i i i had that going on and then i also had in my late 20s started getting a lot of headaches i had migraines and that's what really led me towards using kratom and then i found out that it helped with my anxiety so it was okay. like a uh you know like an after, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i so didn't know how did you um, hear about like i've never heard of creative right. until i met you yeah so. so i had these migraines and they were bad um we're talking anywhere from five to ten to twelve days and i was taking a lot of prescription drugs and I, I had some side effects from the many years of pre prescription drugs. And so in my late thirties, mm. I quit and I was just trying to manhandle through it. And I would take a lot of over-the-counter drugs, which it's funny how your mind plays those tricks on you. Like that's no better than the prescription, you yeah. know, because I was taking five times, you know, I would take oh, a, a whole bottle. It, there would be no, no question that I would down an entire bottle of Aleve or Advil in a 24 hour period. Seriously? My migraines were so bad. I mean, I would have it where, you know, I would have the black circle I'd be looking through. Oh. Um, I would be nauseous. I mean, just, you know, really terrible. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, in my early forties, I was introduced 
to Kratom as like for like a social thing. Somebody suggested it. And I, you know, being a scientist, I didn't know what it was. I hadn't heard of it. I, yeah. you know, did, did all look, the research. Yeah, I got on, you know, I started looking it up and, you know, I found that it was, could be used as a pain killer. And so the next migraine I had, I took it and took the edge off and I was like, woohoo! So you felt it. So where did you get Kratom? Did you, at a store? Did you order it online? I mean, I don't know anything about it. Yeah, no, I had a, a, a friend who was really into it. And so okay. I had gotten it from them. Um, and then after I had read about it a lot, then, then I had, first I, I had research because there are you have to be very careful you don't want to buy kratom from like a head shop which is like where it's like really advertised you do want to be more selective so let's just um so kratom is a tea leaf it's a it's basically a leaf grown in indonesia okay and there it some places in indonesia it is actually illegal but they would just pull the leaf off the tree and chew on it for pain killing get, relief yeah, and, and things like that. I would that. do that. Um, Simple. But we get it in powder form. Okay. And so what you want to look for is places who will show their lab testing on it to make sure that it, so the head, some of the head shops, of course, I'm sure there are plenty of good ones, but from my re experience, they it, they it can be cut with heavy metals so you want to be really careful oh. that you get it from somewhere that shows you the lab reports who's not afraid to show you the lab reports things like that so when i first started there were two online companies that i used to buy from and then i you know i've traveled <laughs> a lot and i made a contact in indonesia now i just get it straight sent straight to me that's great <laughs> straight from indonesia here um but there are several companies um that that's all they do is sell kratom and so that's you know they're good they're they're good to go there's so many okay. of them. um but i would i would shy away from you know the head shop next to 7-eleven you know things yeah, like that <laughs> um the vape shops that are also selling kratom i I'm sure there are some good products out there, but lots of herb stores also like natural herb stores where you would go to just get your regular vitamins and herbs. Right. They sell Kratom. And so I would, I would a hundred percent trust those. Okay. Um, there's, there's lots of safe places to get it. So um, amazing. But yeah, like the mass marketed ones, I, I would kind of steer just, away, okay. away from. So, okay. Um, so it's not a drug, it's a natural, right? It's a natural okay. tea leaf. Natural tea leaf. It okay. gets confused a little bit because it is opioid-like. It's not an opioid, but because it has, it's the, the molecular makeup of it is very similar, but it's not the same. And so it, it gets a bad rap and it gets confused. And a lot of times people who are doing other substances will also do Kratom because it has a very calming, chilled effect. 
And so it gets lumped into like when someone overdoses, oh, they were took Kratom. But if you actually look at those instances, they they were also they also had other illegal yeah, drugs. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. Okay. But you know how when when someone wants to make something illegal, they, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. oh, they were just on Kratom. But if you dig deeper, were, there's yeah. other things. They're on a ton of things. Yeah. And so really with Kratom, there are not a whole lot of side effects. And if you are, if you are interested or you are using it and you want to get good data, there is um, a website and people to talk to at the American Kratom Association, or I think it's AmericanKratom.org. So we'll post it um, yes. on our thing. But they have doctors, they have research. Um, a lot of the research hasn't been done in America, but I don't know why we automatically discount that, you know? There is a <laughs> lot of research done um, and it shows that, you know, it has a great effect on people who have, you know, there's many types of anxiety. We're kind of talking about, you know, I have like the social anxiety and I have this kind of flight um, anxiety. Right. Um, but, you know, there's there's many different levels of anxiety and types of anxiety. And the, there is a lot of data on it, how it really does take that down a notch. It doesn't take it away. You know, you're not like knocked out, you know, lax on the couch. Like it really makes it so that you can function. You still have the feelings, but you're like able to think about it because your head is not like going so 100 miles an hour. You took you took the Kratom for your headaches. Yeah. And you noticed that it was also affecting anxiety. Yeah. In so, a good way. Yeah. So I originally started taking it because of the migraines. I would feel the migraine coming on and I would take it. And it, it initially, because I was taking a very minimal dose, because I, I was kind of afraid of it. Like, I didn't really know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it would take the edge off. So it wouldn't take the, the migraine totally away, but it would take the edge off to where I would feel like it lift and be like, oh, okay, like I could actually function. Um, and then, you know, I started taking a little bit more, you know, so yeah. that I could alleviate it how did you um take it how do you i mean yeah. does it come in pill form does it come in powder you yeah. said powder form, it's a powder so. form so okay. you can take it the powder directly i like to just mix it in with my tea so okay. people can take it in right you know whatever tea you drink or your coffee um you can buy it in pill form and just swallow it really yeah um no idea i know i I like to take the, I like to take it just the powder my tea because I know exactly how much is in there, you know, how much I'm right. taking. Um, but yeah, you can buy it in pill form. There's also like a liquid extract, which I have taken, but I don't know that they're able to really extract it at a high enough dosage. I, okay. I believe... From what I've read and seen and stuff, the extraction process is not that easy for Kratom. So I think that the powder form is is okay. the easiest. So 
Um, I have so many questions for you. So <laughs> I, I've only taken it with you. Yeah. It's the only time I've ever taken it, but like in tea, mm-hmm. but we put it in the tea and then we stir it right. the whole time. We yeah. Just... It kind of settles to the bottom. And okay. so of course you don't want to like drink your tea and then at the bottom there's have like all this mud. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's an acquired taste. It kind of tastes like dirt. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are multiple kinds. And so they kind of have a different taste to them. And that's because there's, there's different strains. So the more common ones, there's a red strain, yellow strain, yellow or gold, a white, um, a green, and um, so yeah, so those are are kind of okay. the mainstream ones, and then you get into like there's different mixes of of those different strains, and there's there's a quite a there's quite a few different one different ones out okay. there, but um, and it, they so it does have sort of um, the, the some of them make can give you some energy. Some of them will calm you down. So there's ones you can take to sleep. There's ones so, to, to you know, move. And these are just the different strains have a different so effect. So Kim, it sounds like pot. I mean, it sounds like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. if we're, if you right. go to a store and you- Yeah, like all the different yeah, strains yeah, yeah. of pot. It is very similar to that, but one, you know, you're not smoking it. Two, it's different in the effect that, you know, I think with pot, you're always, it's always kind of lowering you, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, and you know, pot, and I think it's the same probably with kratom, it it affects every person (laughs) differently. To me, whatever kind of pot I take, I'm like gonna go, I have to go take a nap. With right, kratom, I can take the kratom, I can get rid of my headache, or if I'm going out to do something, not feel that like, oh, I don't want to go here, I'm not going to go here, forget it, I'm just, you know, I'll get halfway there, or I'll get in the parking lot, and I'll go home. Right. Like, it'll get rid of that anxiety enough that I can actually go do something. And um, mm. some of them you know, you actually have a lot more focus actually, and you can like really get things done. But, you know, those are other reasons to take it. But for me, like I said, I, I mainly, you know, take it to alleviate, I can get rid of the headache. I don't have to take anything that's, you know, manufactured. Yeah. <laughs> it's natural. It, it takes the headache away um, and then, so, so then that, you know, that's how I initially, I was only using it for the headaches. And then I started noticing like, oh, like, you know, I felt like more brave, like I could go yeah. do things. I was like, hmm. So then I'd be like, oh, maybe on a Friday night, like I'll take it before I go out wherever. And it was, it was incredible. Like I really, you know, I still could recognize the anxiety and like I wasn't comfortable, but I could still go where, uh, like I was just saying, like other instances I would get, like I would go somewhere, but I would get in the parking lot and I wouldn't go in or I would wait in the parking lot until one of my other friends showed up because I would have to go in with them. Like I legitimately couldn't go in by myself. Right. And, um, yeah, the, it really helped me 
be able to do things that I was trying, you know, that I wanted to do, but I just had too much anxiety to do it. Amazing. Yeah. And so, I mean, we're kind of talking like a little high level gloss over. There is a lot of data about it for people who have, I know people have a lot more severe issues with anxiety. I mean, I know I've, I've gone into to that space and it might look like it's pretty severe to some people what, what I, what you went through, went what, through, through what I go yeah. through, but I know there are a lot of people, people that... suffering more. Um, and there's a lot of data and a lot of people's stories where it's really helped, you know, turn, help their, the their lifestyle. This yeah. just blows me away. I had no yeah. idea. I mean, I knew you took it for headaches, but I mm -hmm. really didn't know that it worked with anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of a surprise to me also, but a now. Pleasant one. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. And now, you know, if I have to do something that I'm not comfortable with, yeah. <laughs> do do people ever use Kratom? Like, I mean, apparently I, maybe I was under a rock or something, but I didn't know about Kratom or anything, but it sounds like it's all over the place. Do people use it as like a, um, I don't want to say like an alternative to pot or, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. The, do so, they sell Kratom at dispensaries, do you know? Um, like where they sell pot? Yeah, no, I, I don't not that I know of. Most okay. dispensaries don't. Like I said, you mostly will find it in like natural herb stores. And then there are stores that that's all they sell is Kratom. So we're here in Reno, Nevada. There is um, a store, uh, Bumblebee Kratom. That's all, you know, they, they specialize sell. in Kratom. Um, and so, so I yeah. feel like that's, you know, probably around. Okay. Um, and there's actually going to be a, a tea place that's opening up here um they're not quite open but i know and they're, they're opening in a couple of weeks and they're gonna sell <gasps> uh yeah creative oh my gosh so. you can i know your, i can see you there i'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> that'll but, become uh, our new hang i know <laughs> it'll totally it will absolutely be but yeah i mean i think the the important things are that if you really look into it, it it's, is used for many reasons. I, um, the lots of the research is has been done with people who have PTSD, which you know I fall into that category. You uh -huh. know, my brother's death was um, very traumatic, um, and I have some other things uh, from earlier in my life that I've dealt with. Um, but it's also been used for since it 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 is opioid like it has been used to help people with addictions and so it's very interesting you know i don't have any experience you know these are just things that i've read you know my experience is really with the pain relief and the anxiety um so you know that's where what i feel comfortable talking about but there's a ton of research that you can look at and the what is important to me about it is that over the years the fda has tried to ban it and it's i know right and it's like uh, you know it, it and it you want to like cringe like you know these herbal things yeah you yeah, know <laughs> but you know you have to take a step back and say oh well you know, it's not that well known. And I feel like if it were to be that well known, obviously, 
you know, big pharma wouldn't want that, right? (laughs) (laughs) So you feel like, okay, you know, clearly somebody is, you know, (laughs) watching this and when it starts to grow or be more popular, they're getting, you know, the FDA involved, but it's never made it um, to where it's been banned. There have been individual states that have run legislation against it. um, And I think I don't actually know the number. I want to say there's, ugh, I don't know if it's three or eight. I can't that it's remember. banned. That's banned. In. I, maybe it's it's just three. But and you know it's really interesting. They tried to do that here in Nevada. It went up against um, the pharma, you know, the pharmacy, you know, oh, legislation geez. or something. But it's never made it through. And I, I really hope that people. Um, don't make a judgment, you know, like they actually yeah. look into it. It's they people claim it's addictive, but it and you can't say it's not addictive it, in the studies. It's been shown to be equally addictive as coffee, as okay. caffeine. Okay. So, you know, we're not going to ban caffeine anytime in the future. Right. So, you know, it it hurts me to hear it lumped in, right? Like, oh, it's addictive. It hurts you. You know, because you're, you want to be like, you're addicted. You know, this person who's telling me it's addictive, I'm sure drinks their two cups of coffee. Yeah, in yeah, it, right. You know, but it's very hard because when we don't take the time to look into things and we just hear that it's a drug, you know, we, yeah, we just make course, these assumptions. And so, yeah, I think it kind of gets lumped in with the pot. Um, so let me ask you, sorry to yeah, interrupt that's... your thought, but, um, so does it make you loopy at all? Like, do you, I know that marijuana, you know, with T CBD and THC, the THC makes you loopy right. or, you know what I mean, yeah. you're just in your spacey or whatever you want to call it. And, but so Kratom doesn't do that. It's just, you know, I have found that, so kind of one teaspoon is kind of like the beginning level where, you know, if I were going to have someone try it, that's what I would have them take. And I mean, I've been taking it for years now and I really will just take a teaspoon and a half. Like I'm not taking three, four, five teaspoons. Um, and it, it has plenty of effect. So you, you don't it. have to take very much. And so, no, it doesn't. And it's just mellow. It just takes okay. the edge off of both the headache yeah, and, and the anxiety, right. whatever I'm trying, wherever I'm wherever. trying to get to. Um, so, yeah, so you don't hmm. have to take, you know, and of course, there have been times I'll be out at Burning Man or out with my friends, you know, and I'll take more than that, yeah, yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. I'm out in a social environment. And really the only thing, um, I don't feel like it makes me loopy. My my little group of friends, we have like a, a little inside joke, like, you know, we'll be t- getting together and we'll take Kratom and somebody will be over there like doing the dishes and it's like, oh, just let them do it. It's the Kratom's kicked in, you know? <laughs> so, you know, um, and for me, sometimes I feel like if I uh, take a, a little bit more, I feel like my words are like maybe a little, you know, I'm a lot more chatty than I normally am. And so, yeah, so I think those are the main side effects. I kind of want to go home and take a little bit of cream <laughs> right? <laughs> I know, it's like magic in my world. It's magic. Like, I honestly feel like I, I couldn't. 
I don't know how I functioned without it. I mean, I know how I did. I took a lot of prescription drugs and I wasn't functioning. It, yeah. I was just knocked out. That was the only way that I can manage the headaches and that's no way to live. And Absolutely. So it does really scare me, you know, that people do want to ban it just because I, I feel like they're. They, well, everybody wants to ban something. Right. They, yeah. Everybody wants so to ban everything. <laughs> does it go to pain? So say you have a hurt arm or hurt elbow yeah. or something. Will it, is it yes. a painkiller like yes. that? Will it? Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. If you, if you really start looking into it, people have used it for all sorts of pain management. Um, and so, yeah, it's, yeah. I Jesus. So, so I had no idea. Yeah. So that's kind of, you know, a glossed over a little story of, you know, why I've used it, why I'm a Your anxiety, proponent of it. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, so if you have questions about it, I'm happy to answer any questions. I, okay. like I said, I've been using it maybe eight years now. Um, and she has a connect. In the <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's not a lot of side effects. Of course, everything isn't for everybody. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, you know people have their, I kind of have some rules to to using it like you you don't want to take it on an empty stomach you won't need to drink a lot of water right um, you know so i kind of have my little rules that i like to use with it but um yeah i'm happy to answer any questions that anybody has but i think we're yeah we're, we're almost there and all of everything we've talked about and some ways to get information on this subject mm -hmm. on both anxiety kratom everything We'll be um, we'll have links up in our notes, our show notes. Yeah. So well, thanks for listening. Yes, absolutely. Thank <laughs> you. Please, please write in if you have any specific questions or want to hear us talk about anything or answer any questions for you. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that's that yoga magic. Yes. And thank you so much. This is Jen. And this is Kim. And Namaste. Namaste. Thank you for being with us. That's all we have time for today. Join us next week where we tackle more subjects facing the wellness industry and meet us anytime at thatyogamagic.com to create your own yoga magic. Namaste. Namaste.